0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Fintech Germany Award Jewelry podcast, enabled by Financial Times. I am Alexandra, your host today, and we will provide you with insights on the award, our jewelry members and latest trends in the industry. I'm sitting in Frankfurt today with Achim Olgard. Hi, Achim. Welcome and great to have you here.
1: Well, it's a pleasure that I'm here and uh, love to talk to you.
0: How are you today?
1: Wonderful. Great start.
0: And you had already some plans for this morning, right?
1: Oh Yes, I had. Um, actually, I wanted to have the podcast with you a little bit earlier, but I had to listen to our finance minister, Christian Lindner, and uh, this was also interesting.
0: It, it, it's okay. He's a little more popular than I am. <laughs> no, but it's... Um Good that you found your way now today. We are recording again in the Linklaters office. And thanks again to Linklaters that we have this office today as our pop-up recording station for this episode. Okay, Achim, let's go into the details. So, our listeners might not know you yet and this is what we want to change today. So, maybe you could give us some insights about your current job, about your mission and what you are doing.
1: Well, yeah, thank you, Alexander. Um, I'm the CEO of the Berlin Finance Initiative and the co-founder of this ecosystem builder, We uh, not only represent, uh, we also uh, develop uh, the Berlin ecosystem, which is very strong in the digital finance field with all the fintechs and more and more the traditional banks. And here is the second part of my life, and this is probably even more interesting, is uh, I'm the CEO of the banking association for the whole region. So I have a good knowledge of all the financial ecosystem.
0: And does that have a lot to do with politics as well? And is that why you wanted to be with Christian Lindner this morning?
1: (laughs) Well, um, I am a lot with politics, but I'm between the economy, between the financial sector and politics. And it is, uh, of course, very important to see how our government is developing the framework uh, in which we are working, and not only in Berlin and not only in Germany. It's a European question, and it's very important uh, to listen what they want to achieve for our sector. Yeah.
0: Are there any insights?
1: Well, it's, uh, it's a lot of insights. Uh, it is a question of... How dynamic can we be? Germany um, is currently uh, not in the best mood and the economy uh, would like to invest more and it's uh, a lot of um, courage necessary and Mm -hmm. uh, what uh, politicians can do to set the framework on some laws like the Zukunftsfinanzierungsgesetz, Wachstumschancengesetz, those are two wonderful German names of two <laughs> laws, long names. But uh, they uh, enable investments and uh, also change our pension system and so on. And there's a lot uh, to do.
0: Okay. And I have also seen on LinkedIn that you have had quite a long career in the corporate world as well. So maybe you could tell us something more about that.
1: First of all, I'm a lawyer. I have, Yeah, I studied ah. law and... Uh, uh, this is something very basic and you can use it for so many things in your life. Um, and for many years I worked uh, for one of the larger European banks and it was a wonderful time to see, uh, to transform uh, over seven, eight years, uh, one of those banks um, into a uh, like a jewel. Yeah? So it's uh, today a still very successful uh, bank and uh, there you learn of course what is possible to transform and mm-hmm. what is a little bit slow and uh, maybe this brings you to the new world uh, but it's a little bit quicker than those dinosaurs the big banks.
0: What were the biggest challenges transforming that institute at the time you were there? So maybe you have a good anecdote or a good story about a situation. Um.
1: The biggest challenge is uh, that you have those pillars, uh, this reporting alliance, uh, these divisions in large institutions that do not talk. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, so it's uh, very important you have the right tone from the top, from the board, from one person that has a vision for the whole uh, institution. And um, then, um, of course, you have to find those uh, smaller projects to achieve uh, some some success uh, so-called low-hanging fruits and there you can see um, it takes a while but now uh, the financial sector here i'm talking about the banks uh, they are not so unsexy anymore Mm -hmm. they've learned they
0: catched catched up a lot Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen that as well when uh, the first fintech started, like in 2012 to 2014. It was said in the press, uh, the banks now uh, need to be scared. And uh, since that time, they did a good job to catch up. Yes, and to do good cooperations as well with the fintechs.
1: Yes, yes. Um, we talk about like 2015 and the last decade, and uh, that's especially from Berlin you have uh, seen many, many young companies trying to change uh, the way how banking and, and financing is done. And uh, this uh, was, of course, uh, uh, speeding up of the traditional banks to do more. And uh, we see uh, today that you have some institutions from the fintech world that have achieved uh, size uh, and a maturity. Uh, they even are that big uh, that they uh, merge uh, with with, uh, banks. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen this, um, but of course the fintech sector is wide and uh, I wouldn't go that far that uh, the banks um, are quicker going into business with fintechs when it goes to Yeah, acquiring knowledge, taking white label solutions on board, Mm -hmm. um, there is still a lot of uh, upside um, to speed up the, the cooperation between the fintech sector and the bank.
0: And one question I need to ask, of course, as you are so deep into the Berlin scene. So from your point of view, what is Frankfurt and the financial area in Frankfurt doing better than Berlin or vice versa in your view?
1: Well... So start with Frankfurt. I worked uh, in Frankfurt and we're here uh, in the middle of all the skyscrapers at at Linklater's, by the way, a former employer of me. Okay. uh, (laughs) I worked also for the law firm. Um, Well, the banks uh, and what we have here in Frankfurt, you have very short distances uh, to talk between investment bankers, between other Mm -hmm. uh, banking and financial um, uh, institutions and uh, the ecosystem, like the stock exchange, uh, also the lawyers, uh, tax accounts, etc. So, so the the distance to cross over the street are much shor- shorter here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Berlin, on the other hand. Uh, 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 has evolved as it is because you are not in this bubble and sitting together, and uh, there you have all the universities you have longer distances, you have all the Keats uh, and uh, not the skyscraper, so total opposite uh, um, uh, view on 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 a place, and uh, there is a lot of free space to develop new ideas to do things different mm-hmm. uh, and and being, and I compare it with uh, the Wall Street, Frankfurt is uh, in this uh, set of view, the Wall Street, uh, Berlin is more like the Silicon Valley um, where you want to disrupt everything. And uh, mm-hmm. But now we are in a phase, uh, we, we are growing in Berlin. Uh, there are more than 35,000 employees in the financial industry. Mm-hmm. That's half of the size of Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you need somehow also... An institutionalization so that you have focus points, that you have a phone number, that you have uh, also some, some more knowledge uh, on the really traditional banking uh, um, uh, topics also in, in Berlin. Yeah? And there's mm-hmm. a need. Yeah?
0: Okay. Okay. So the competition is still ongoing, or we would not say maybe competition, but...
1: Uh it's, a fruitful, it's a fruitful dance, I would say, because more and more traditional uh, banks uh, have uh, their, their uh, innovation teams um, and also all the tech guys in Berlin and uh, large names like Deutsche, mm-hmm. like J.P. Morgan, um, BNP, others. They have a strong presence in, in, in Berlin and this is growing.
0: And is it also a difference when companies want to attract new employees? Do they really care about Frankfurt or Berlin?
1: Depends on what you do. If you are mm-hmm. more in, in the the headquarters stuff um, of a of an institution, uh, you you need to be in Frankfurt because most of the banks have mm-hmm. their headquarters here. Um, But when it goes into disrupting, changing things, building new things, um, and uh, the the quality of life, uh, maybe the costs, I mean, Berlin is is still at a lower cost, uh, the living costs uh, as Frankfurt, there are a lot of advantages and and Berlin is not so poor anymore but it is always sexy and this is something uh, I'm sure some some,
0: A prevailing slogan You can can ask
1: Roberto Ferd how he looks on this topic uh, I will definitely definitely do
0: of course I will do ask him Okay and one thing getting to my attention in your CV and I see you're smiling is um, your. Sabbatical. So, how did that come? Could you maybe tell us what you have done if that has changed somehow your view on the business? And does your sabbatical also then have to do with what you're doing now? So, did you develop some great ideas? And uh, you're a good
1: researcher. Uh, (laughs) Actually, only a few people asked me on this uh, because. They don't look into this. No, CDs, I even looked uh, on the blog that you uh, <laughs> okay. did. So uh, yeah, yeah okay.
0: I, I I did research, right?
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Um. Yeah. It's it's uh, quite easy. I I spent and here's the name over nine years with UniCredit, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a lot of change going on, and. um yeah, yeah I, I, was, I
0: worked there on the trading floor during the Lehman stuff. So, um
1: Okay, so uh <laughs> we didn't meet there but uh, well, we we have to talk about this maybe yeah. not on the phone here <laughs> on the on the, <laughs> on the audio.
0: Maybe over coffee next yeah, time.
1: Yeah. Um no, so uh, institutional change, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I never uh, stick with one institution for 8 9 years. So mm-hmm. usually I'm impatient after three, four years. I need a new challenge. Because I achieved, Mm -hmm. I achieved usually in a quite, uh, well, in a shorter time frame, uh, a lot uh, what I was uh, aiming at. And uh, so I was there uh, quite a time and uh, also the style of the management changed uh, a little bit. And um, so I decided to leave the bank and uh, I had. One, again, another wonderful time in my life because I've here and there very good times in my life. But this was amazing uh, Mm -hmm. because I uh, I did the sabbatical and uh, besides uh, being in Barcelona and... uh, one part of the time in Silicon Valley, I was driven by indeed the changes uh, technology bring to our sector. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did also a very exciting course and and also challenging course uh, with MIT on uh, how artificial intelligence um, can change a business strategy so actually things we are seeing today in the market so much more and i thought in 2017 and 2018 that wow i mean the discussion is totally different here in Mm -hmm. europe and germany and and i I learned after this this uh, mit thing um, that we're not doing bad here but we have Totally different mindset, and mm-hmm. uh, so we are. From this, I see we are five years behind, mm-hmm. and I'm not talk, even talking about how much behind we are on applying AI. Yeah? And uh, this is a mega trend. And uh, you look on machine learning and uh, natural language processing, but also on robotics. So the main fields of uh, AI. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I'm, I'm. I was driven by. The idea that financial industry that actually exists of, of ones and zeros like digital huh? one and zeros, you can uh, assess risks, you can do transactions digital uh, it will have a tremendous impact on on our industry and uh, here we even can start talking about the decentralized finance uh, financial mm-hmm. system. If this uh, will will, uh, come or not, uh, I cannot tell you. But uh, um, the changes of technology in our financial sector, uh, this was the impact of the sabbatical besides many, many good Mm -hmm. things with Gaudi and so on in Barcelona.
0: Okay, okay. So you're also speaking Spanish, I guess. Yes, yes, (laughs) indeed.
1: And uh, I uh, did every day for a month uh, four hours of Spanish and sports, and then uh, free time, and then uh, at night, a lot of MIT stuff. <laughs>
0: okay, but that's that's so cool, because we are always talking about lifelong learning, and um, I also get exciting when there's something new to learn, new technologies to discover, but uh, even more new people and their stories. This is why we are making the podcast as well. Getting back to the jury then, and to the awards, you are in the jury now for the first year. How did that come? And why did you not hesitate to just say yes? So please give us some insights.
1: Well, first of all, I'm very honored uh, to be in this wonderful jury. And, and uh, the jury um, has a, a tradition. I learned yesterday it's the eighth Fintech like Germany Award. And uh, actually started all that... Uh, Uh, Michael Mellinghoff uh, thought about uh, doing it the first time in Berlin Mm -hmm. Uh and um, so we got in touch and as the Berlin Finance Initiative supported uh, the last year's event there and also the city of Berlin is Mm -hmm. behind it, Uh, the jury offered me to join the jury this year the first time And I guess uh, to connect uh, the the Berlin fintech uh, ecosystem with the financial Mm -hmm. sector, and um, yeah, so no, I I love it very much, and uh, it's my first experience we had. Mm -hmm.
0: And it was very intense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was long, yeah. It was uh, quite, uh, I think, like seven hours or yeah.
0: It was. uh, It was. It was one of these days that. before that day i also thought okay this is going to be a long 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 day with a lot of discussions and maybe we all will lose our um, voice uh, afterwards but um before that i thought okay this is this is an insanely busy day but yesterday when i got back home at midnight around midnight I also felt much more energized than before the day. So this was one of the days I thought, okay, this was energizing, this was inspiring. It was great discussions. And um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we picked the right uh, companies. But of course, we are not allowed to tell yet.
1: No, no, no. we we (laughs) uh, will not tell. Um, No, but I only can uh, add to this. It was one of the rare occasions uh, where we meet so interesting people and you have time to talk on what they are doing and how they build their companies or um, what what their aims are because we not only worked on... Evaluating the fintechs. We worked, uh, of course, uh, with after work drinks and uh, then also a nice dinner. And uh, yeah, so so I had a couple of good uh, exchanges, more time for Mm -hmm. everybody. So slowing down a little bit is very important uh, to learn.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I could not sleep. I needed some, uh, maybe one hour to. To really, uh, wow. yeah, let let it all sink and uh, yeah, <laughs> but it was really cool again. So, going back to the jury, whom would you not have met if it wasn't for the awards?
1: Well, it's uh, I would say like two third of the jury, and as yes, I'm around. 20 years in the whole financial and, and tech sector. But two-thirds of them I, I uh, never met. And and uh, so um, for me, from Alfinio, Stefan Kempf was a very interesting juror mm-hmm. and very smart comments he made. Mm-hmm. But uh, also uh, during dinner, we were sitting to each other and he explained to me the journey he did uh, Bis dann, wenn es going with his company mm-hmm. and they're listed and I've never heard about you he and uh, but yep, he seems to be quite quite relaxed uh, but very focused and mm-hmm. uh, it's good to see uh, how others build and uh, of course yes uh, we, we have an interesting topic in Berlin coming the so-called house of finance and tech I talked uh, with Sebastian Scheffer mm-hmm. with uh, the, the founder and, and uh, developer and, and uh, managing director of the tech here, mm-hmm. yeah, and so i never had this uh, time a uh, long time talking to him and seeing how they did this uh, in frankfurt uh,
0: yeah i couldn't agree more yeah. i am i'm hoping to get all of those other jurors as well on the podcast if we're going back to the fintechs, to our lists, um, which trends would you say the companies should solve? I mean, we are doing the award next year again, so maybe we give the yeah. listeners that are potential applicants as well some some insights on how we see the trends yeah.
1: um,
0: or the problems. Yeah,
1: I, I start from what I saw and then... Uh, mm-hmm. We evaluated, of course, before uh, we met uh, yesterday, um, about 100 fintechs. Yeah? So it's uh, quite an amount. And uh, it showed that some more of the mature fintechs are coming from the world of, let's say, the new banking, here and there, new trading. So actually, from today's perspective, quite traditional stuff. mm mm-hmm. uh, crypto is not really in the focus currently that's I'm not saying it's not coming more and more important again because of a very sound legal framework uh, in Europe and uh, mm-hmm. I, I would count on on crypto solutions some custody solution tokenization of assets mm-hmm. uh, I I, I um, 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 compared a little bit like uh, securitization, uh, our securitization market in Europe is not that strong as it should be, and it's so important mm-hmm. to have this and uh, tokenization and and uh, uh, digitalization of assets um, is a, is an interesting field. But we didn't see this. Yeah, we saw a lot of uh, wealth tech uh, and mm-hmm. uh, investment tech, and it makes sense. Yeah, when you have. Uh, the return of the interest rates and uh, volatile markets. um, That's uh, for sure a very positive trend. But uh, every or many of them use AI at a point, but I think there we see much more maturity saying what you really do with AI. Mm -hmm. And uh, this could be a very important topic for next year's uh, Mm -hmm. award. But it's also how the jury or the award asks the applying tech companies um, what to deliver in, in written or for their pitches because we have to understand and better. It is not just saying we use AI for ABC. It has to be much uh, more detailed how you use AI, what kind, explainable or not, explainable AI is is used. I think this is a very huge mm-hmm. trend, not so obvious. And the other thing is... Uh, uh, and we see it also as an advantage from Europe. We have a lot of uh, ESG tech, green tech, sustainable finance mm-hmm. uh, um, tech, um, and this means uh, we we um, will see more and more ESG tech companies um, uh, bringing uh, well solutions not only for the financial sector but also for for corporates. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, here here I see I see the two trends, uh, AI and sustainability.
0: Yeah, I like the discussion as well. And also um, the um, opinions of other jury members on these topics, because that was also my impression that we have this year less topics of uh, crypto uh, and also blockchain and more AI. So uh, yeah, we had also the discussion whether we have companies that have just changed uh, from from having crypto in the pitch deck into, uh, yeah, we're we using AI, that was one of the points. And the other one was um, because of the financing at the moment, the venture capital scene, which is not so easy, um, that currently some of the companies that need financing just don't want to be so much in the spotlight and maybe have not applied. so
1: Possibly, um, but on the positive side, and, and uh I, I talked to, to Alex from the uh, Technologie Grunderfonds. He sees every year the same amount of seed companies applying. Mm-hmm. This is a very good sign to see okay. that uh, startups uh, come up and they they want to um, raise money. And uh, But I'm with you. You have to think a little bit more about what KPIs you want to achieve and uh, what Will investors ask for, and um, I think we will have less buzz wording. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it has to deliver clearer solutions of a problem, and uh, money is not coming that easy. That is true, but uh, I think we'll see a, a new phase. Um, as I said, the mature, more mature techs will um, grow. But uh, we will also see some some failures um, in uh, well some fields of the fintech area. But every year you see new generations coming, and this trend uh, has to be supported. And an award has to celebrate uh, also especially the new companies that will be coming up. And here they need a lot of support, uh, much more before the award. Mm-hmm. Um, how to well to get get some guidance. Uh, how to develop uh, a solution uh, that the market needs.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. (laughs) Okay, Achim, we have also another question from our listeners and the community. And uh, as you are um, very experienced in the tech area and uh, have also um, studied at the MIT, how do you use... AI and these tools in your daily life, maybe privately or at business. Could you help us with that?
1: It's it's, uh, not so special, actually. um, We talked uh, a little bit about uh, chatbots, etc. This I haven't used too much, uh, but uh, I will start using it more because when I used it, I was impressed. How you like, you have a welcome remark. You get the outline so much better than what you can write for yourself. But then, of course, you have to add some more personal, spice. personal advice. But this will come. I did it once, yeah, but uh, it was very helpful. Mm-hmm. And then I use it, of course, a lot in my daily life, like the consumer AI thing with Alexa. Mm-hmm. With anything, uh, when I use my uh, car, yeah, it's it's uh, well, it's I think like level three self driving, uh, going into four. Um, yeah, I mean, I use it a lot for making my life easier. I'm not really using it for communication skills, what well, <laughs> I said, or maybe on speeches, but uh, here um, uh, it's so important to to uh, stay. How you are, but uh, I learned a lot about um, it. Is actually like combined AI. Like uh, you have, of course, your, your human AI, and the artificial intelligence uh, only can can support your decision making and so on. But yeah. here, I I I'm I'm very positive about. It. I see it as a huge opportunity to focus more on uh, what you want to consult or what you Mm -hmm. want to uh, do and uh, AI makes many uh, processes easier.
0: Great. I have also one question, one last for you. And this is not one that uh, I had in my head, but um, our listeners who have listened to the last episodes say no. And uh, Isabel yesterday, she wants to know from you, if you wish that there is also a permanent special prize on the award on sustainable finance,
1: I really think that this award needs um, yeah some some special prize and uh, the special prize on on uh, sustainable finance uh, should be given to um, well the best. Uh, every year because it's a long trend uh, and mm-hmm. uh, so i would support this uh, very much but i'm also a strong supporter of more female founders and female teams and uh, bring it to the overall uh, category of diversity mm-hmm. um, True. i think uh, the work should focus on this we more on the list this yeah. year as well yeah. so
0: yeah. um and also to our listeners to explain how the process works. So um, everyone, of course, who falls in the category of fintech um, can apply. And also the jury members are nominating companies. And of course, the jury is looking to diversity in the founding teams. And as you have heard in the episode with Nectarius, he is also very strongly passionate about people culture and teams we just um, wanted to point that out as well and isabel yesterday had the same opinion um, and we need more role models in all kinds of diversity aspects and then i'm also sure we are improving there as well
1: well i'm the one of the younger in the in the jury and uh, so I think this has to be a decision by the whole team or who is doing the award. Um, uh, and then this would be my recommendation to add some spice on those two topics. There.
0: Yeah, of course, we cannot say anything about the winners yet. But, um, yeah, please stay tuned and go to our event. Achim, I have one last question. And this is the one question that you are going to ask the next podcast guest. So what do you want to know? Well,
1: ask, as I mentioned earlier, Hubertus Fed, um, how we can build a Berlin-Frankfurt bridge stronger mm-hmm. for, well, for the best of Germany as a financial place in, in Europe.
0: Okay, thank you. I will do that. He will show up in the next couple of minutes here. Thank you for your insights. It was very great to have you here today.
1: It, it was really fun. And uh, actually, it was in this time my first podcast. So, It's always
0: good to do something for the first time. Thank you as well, Linklaters, for making this happen in this office today. Thank you for listening today to this episode of the Fintech Germany Award Jewelry Podcast enabled by Financial Times. All further information can be found in the show notes.